everyone, and welcome to The Propcast. My name is Louisa Dickens, co-founder of LMRE and board director of the UKPA, and I shall be your weekly host. Each week for 30 minutes, we'll be connecting the VCs, prop tech startups, and real estate professionals globally, and assist in bridging that famous communication gap we all love talking about. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, Nikesh, and hi, Imran, and welcome to the PropCast. Today's interview is going to be on real estate investment management technology. How are you both this morning? Thank you, Alou, for yeah. watching. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. Couldn't be more happy. I mean, we have a great brother. Uh, we just finished our, our fasting. So, yeah, all good. Nice. And Imran, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Obviously, uh, the lockdown doesn't seem to affect in the cash. I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, in these uh, in these strange times, you know, just uh, trying to be positive. And uh, yeah, me and the cash have both been fasting as well. So it's quite good to actually have some breakfast at a normal time this morning. Nice. For for those listeners who haven't spoken with or met or sort of heard either either of them sort of speak at events, Nikash is the director of PGM Real Estate, head of systems for Europe and product manager for the Asia region. He's responsible for technology strategy, digital transformation, innovation, and prop tech for continental Europe, and overseeing various projects in Asia. And Nikash is a prop tech advisor, mentor, mentor, and represents and speaks at various technology events around Europe. Nikash began his career 15 years ago, developing solutions primarily for real estate, and has a bachelor's degree in mathematics and computer science, and is currently pursuing his MBA. Now, Imran is the European Head of Business Technology for the Style Investment Management. And prior to that, he was at PwC. Imran has overall responsibility for all aspects of technology services into LaSalle's European business, leading business critical technology projects and driving the technology strategy for this region. He's also a critical member of the global project team that is leading the digital transformation of LaSalle's business. Imran has a bachelor's degree in mathematics and management studies and is a qualified chartered accountant. And together, Nakash and Imran founded Tech Association, which we'll hear and learn more about later on the PropCast. But yeah, like I said, welcome Imran and welcome Nakash. Before we get started, I thought we could have a little bit of a warm-up round. Now, as we have two people on the PropCast, I will aim each question at one of you and you answer with a one-word answer. So let's kick start. Now you sort of, you just sort of finished sort of fasting. Nikash, what's your breakfast of choice? Oh, tea with biscuits. (laughs) Perfect. Imran, cats or dogs? Oh, definitely cats. I'm scared of dogs. (laughs) <laughs> niche um, okay Nikash what is your biggest strength uh, memory it, I memorize things quite quickly I think okay Imran what's your biggest weakness uh, I think my boss might be listening to this obviously I don't have any <laughs> <laughs> perfect okay so this is this is aimed at both of you um, you both have I mean, your, both of your track record in sort of achievements is pretty impressive. Nikash, if you weren't in the space you're in now, what other career would you have done? I would have been a cricketer, I think. Yeah, and Imran? I wish I'd been a cricketer, but I would have probably been a doctor. Nice. 
both totally equally impressive. Okay, Brill, well, I think we are ready to get started. So I guess, Nakash, do you want to kick us off with how did you and Imran, I guess, start Reamtech? You know, how did you start it? What is Reamtech for those listeners who aren't familiar? And um, who is part of it? So, okay. So, I mean, it was by chance about four years ago, me and our CEO, PJM and the source CEO, they met up and after the meeting, I think I had a catch up, regular catch up. And, and she mentioned the cash. I had a catch up with the source CEO, very interesting discussions, but most of our time was spent on te- talking technology. So we thought it'd be a good idea for you to, to meet and see if you can just share some, something uh, together and maybe, you know, it may help you with your projects and stuff like that. I said, okay, that's a good idea. So we set up a half an hour catch up and it, it, we really hit it off, honestly. And we, me and Emma were facing similar issues, similar products in, in the market, similar kind of people coming and, and pitching to us. So we said, okay, you know what, it might be a good idea to just uh, meet up. So kindly, Imran and uh, his boss at this time, he, they invited me for lunch. And so we, um, I went for lunch and we really discussed in detail. Actually, you know what, we all can benefit from it. You know, I have some some uh, links and contacts in real estate and Imran also has. So why don't we try to really start something in that aspect? So it just really kicked off after that. I think we spent about two, two months to just reach out to our contacts First meeting, Imran hosted it at La Salle. We had about 10 people, I, I believe. We only had one hour meeting. And then now, four years after, we have I mean, 30 plus members of companies and 40, 40 plus active people are participating into it. And yeah, our meetings run for three hours. And Lou, you've been to a few meetings and we always yeah. run out of time, you know, because a lot of roundtable discussions, a lot of everyone chips in, really open and transparent. One of the one of the guys that you joined us recently, he said, I'm, "I'm really surprised and shocked at how how open and transparent you guys are with each other. It's really really refreshing for our industry, and we I really really like it, uh, and they really enjoyed it. So I think that's what really unique about uh, our real tech. If I would say is just we really open to you know showcase our failures and also them as successes. So I mean I can I think yeah I can Imran talk about what is what is the goal here and what we're trying to do in the future but that's a bit of background where we team team text yeah and how does it so if I run an investment management company fund how does one join this sort of exclusive group how does someone you know join your sort of meetings how do you, how do people sort of hear about it. The cash. Word to mouth. I mean, honestly, it has been word to mouth. And of course, I think when we start sharing, I think the, the stuff on LinkedIn, people start noticing more. I mean, the recent year, I've, every other meeting we have, we have three, four new people joined. I mean, yeah. they, they normally reach out. I mean, I currently chair it, but in the past, me and Imran have chaired it. So together, so I mean, either one of us or any any member of the a group, uh, they, people can reach out and then they will reach out to us and we will basically include them, our, include them into our uh, group. I mean, we do nice. have some questions, for example, we're making sure that they can participate uh, and they can give us time every quarter and stuff like that. But I mean, I mean, also we, we only, only accept the company, which are real estate uh, investment companies. We don't yeah. accept the property company or if it's a, I mean, concerning firm, et cetera. So it's only really focused on for, for, for this, for this group. Yeah, make sure, I guess, the group's actually focused. Um, so, like, Imran, what's, what would you say the whole, what would you say the main goal, or say top three goals of this group is to sort of, um, to sort of summarize? Yeah, I think the, the first goal really is, is networking. And I think that's what the cash really alluded to was 
I think there isn't really from a, a real estate investment management, in particular from a UK perspective, where both Nakash and, and I are based, there wasn't really a kind of an industry body really for us, for, for professionals who led technology at those organizations. So that was something that we really wanted to try and try and build, especially as, as when Nakash and I met, which was actually, he didn't mention it was over a curry. So I think a lot of great things start with a curry. So, um, yeah, we, you know, we were talking about the same issues. We, we'd met the same people. We were dealing with the same software vendors. We, we had the same challenges. So mm. it was really kind of to build that network was, was, I think, the primary goal. I think the second goal really was in, to, in terms of from, because there was no real industry body, and I think some of the big software vendors probably wouldn't want to hear this, but each of us was going back to them with our own issues and, and, and they really held the power. And it, it shouldn't really be like that because we're the clients, but w what this kind of Reamtech ha has allowed us to do now is actually go back with one voice. And I think Nikash uh, and myself and a few other investment firms, we've already reaped the benefits because there's a software that we're all using that we've actually gone back now and said, you know, this is a, an issue that we're all facing and it's actually led to that specific issue being resolved. And without us all going back as a collective, that would never happen. And I think the, the, the last thing really is is just to have that joined up approach really in terms of as, as, a, as, as, a, as an industry, I think, you know, we'll probably touch on it later in terms of some of the challenges we're facing, but to actually join up, join the dots up and, and try and have a collective approach, I think in the long term as the industry is gonna help everyone. Yeah. Nikash, have you got sort of anything else that you'd like to add? Any sort of fourth goal or? I mean, I think just exactly what Imran said. I think, I mean, number one, networking. Number two, I mean, sharing, sharing the knowledge and pain points with each other. Number three, I have a one voice to the market, as Imran says. And yeah. I think the fourth one, I think we really want to <clears throat> go forward with that. I mean, it's really how to drive innovation and really make a change how we work in real estate today. I think we have a I mean, enough influence in our group that we can do it. I mean, there are a lot of things that we are thinking about. For example, we're looking at data standards, how we can actually, I think, enforce a, some sort of data standards we can come up with or we can work with an external group to create one yeah. and that can be adopted in the industry. So I think a lot of projects, I think industry-based projects, I, I think we can do going forward and we will be looking to do that in, in the future. Yeah, and I guess what, so, so outside of your association, what do, what do you reckon Reem, can bring to, I guess, the outside prop tech community, I guess, whether it's, say, startups or whether it's sort of the software companies. Obviously, you give your sort of feedback about, you know, what sort of um, change they need to do with their sort of products. But Imran, yeah, what, what would you say that Ream gives to the outside prop tech community? I mean, I think one is in terms of if there's a great idea, if it's brought to that table. I mean, in terms of AUM in, in say the, the UK real estate investment market, I mean, the cash may have the kind of percentage that is around that beam tech table, but it's a very high percentage in terms of you've got a lot of big players mm. who are part of Reem tech. So if there's great ideas and, and so it's actually interesting, sometimes that prop tech firm doesn't actually have to be at the meeting. I think if somebody's seen something that has really, you know, taken their fancy that they will mention it in that meeting yeah. and, and everyone's there kind of taking notes. I mean, we follow, follow Chatham rules. So I think as Nakash said, I mean, it's very, very open and that, that's why we, I think that's why people have, yeah, and firms have, have, have enjoyed participating because there's a lot of, 
knowledge that you can gain as part of that, that you'd never hear if, if you weren't part of that group. So if there's a great solution out there, someone will mention it, someone will take down the name and, and that prop tech firm will then get uh, exposure that they may never have gotten otherwise. Yeah, well, I've seen that happen sort of firsthand. I've been sat, sat at some of your meetings and sort of see whether it's been like Coyote or another sort of business pitching their product to you. And there's, you've got about 30, you know, CTOs around this table and sort of firing questions at the CEO. It's, it's quite something to watch, but it's, I guess, if ever there was a, I guess, a platform or a good platform them to sort of pitch to, it's, yeah, it's quite something. What, what would you say? So obviously you, you guys must have various startups or projects sort of pitching to, pitching to you. Now, everyone is looking to develop the perfect product. The perfect product doesn't exist. And God knows when it will. <laughs> so what would you say, Nikash, this one will go to you. What would you say the biggest challenge facing real estate is now? I mean, when I said that you guys had spoken about sort of like unified sort of dashboard. What, if I'm a startup, I need to create a product. What would you say Reamtech is looking for? The biggest challenge for us right now, real estate SD, it has been for a number of years, is data. Uh, and yeah. data quality. I think our data frequency is still quite, I think, long. We're doing a quarterly basis reporting and uh, in some some monthly basis, but still, I think, it's still not, I think, frequent enough. Our data quality is still not as good as compared to other industries. Our integration is an API. A lot of technologies, they, they, just, they talk about having an API and, you know, be able to seamlessly connect, but when it comes to really realistically, uh, that doesn't happen. So I think, yeah, I, I have. Um, this is one of the biggest challenges that we have uh, currently in this state. And I would advise, I think what I find uh, sometimes a bit frustrating with working with some of the first startups uh, is that they have a very good product, but they don't have the knowledge of real estate and how real estate work. So they might come to a picture to us, uh, pitch to us and say, this is, you know, we worked on it for the last couple of years. But I mean, it's, it's, it's really frustrating that they haven't spoken to a real estate person, someone who's actually working in the industry and can tell them, look, this would not work for us because of certain rules and regulations, of certain way that we work. So if, 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 a part, if a company comes and solves that problem of integration with different systems and also integration with different vendors, uh, then I think yeah, they will be the ones uh, to go for in, in the future. Yeah. And um, Imran, would you, um, would you agree with this? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think data, and I think it's actually a wider point than just for prop tech firms because I think as an industry, it's one of the reasons why maybe we've been kind of as an industry kind of laggards in terms of this kind of digital transformation is because it's it's been a very closed industry. Even some of the kind of the major software houses, as as we as a, an organisation have tried to kind of digitise our business, when you actually engage with some of the kind of incumbent software vendors for them to actually open up their systems it's yeah. you know it's like it's like you're 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 talking apples and uh, apples and oranges and there's other industries who who are way ahead of us and i think the actual concern for i think some of the incumbent software houses is if that they, they don't open up their systems there's going to be prop tech firms out there that will come up and eat, eat up their market share yeah. very quickly the cash you mentioned about when you're, you know, there's some great products out there, but you know, you're sort of shocked when say they haven't even spoken to a real estate professional for to find out, you know, what is the actual problem they're trying to solve or understand what's sort of needed in the industry. What's the, I'm sure the audience, everyone loves hearing a good story. So what, what, what would you say is the worst 
prop tech pitch you've had. Obviously, you don't have to name names of the company, but what did they do wrong and why was it so terrible? I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think you've, you, you've seen it firsthand. I think whenever somebody pitches to us, we definitely, we, we, are, we, we have very kind of feedback. And I mean, we will give our genuine feedback and we think that things are going wrong. And, and especially to me, I don't really like to praise if I see that there are definitely certain issues within the product, because I think a, a good and general feedback will, and constructive feedback will definitely help the companies to grow. And I think, yeah, one of the, one of the worst one I had, every time I said to him, look, I think you should be doing this way. He said, oh, no, Nikash, you don't know. You know, I, I know this. <laughs> I know this. Wonderful, wonderful, it's fine, but I throughout the, throughout the pitch, and he was like always uh, not happy when I was criticizing the product. I mean, really not criticizing, like constructive feedback. He was not happy at all. And I think, yeah, I just wanted to finish too. Oh, I guess, yeah. I, I guess co-founders or the you know, CEOs, you're, they're so close to their product, their product they've developed for ages. And sometimes they just need to say, you know what, this is constructive. These are the guys I need to sell to. Let's take this on board and just not be so close to it. It's not personal must be quite hard for people to sort of keep that sort of detachment format. Um, I do a lot of, you know, I do a lot of mentoring uh, for popular companies. And I think yeah, most of them, I find them very, very, I think, I think they take a lot of input and they want to understand, I think, what we think of the product, I think which is good. But yeah, that was one of those times where I just, I just thought it was the right. It was not the, I think I shouldn't be giving feedback or I just to stop the meeting. I just say, look, I think, <laughs> You already know much about your product. I'm not sure why you show it to me. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you, but both you and Imran, and I guess the rest of the association, you have your sort of day-to-day jobs. I mean, you want to obviously push forward of innovation uh, within your businesses, but the, I guess how, how much time do you have in your day or your week or your month to start up sort of pitching to you? I mean, Imran, how, how, many, how many pitches do you reckon you've had in the past sort of year, uh, past 12 months to LaSalle? I, I, I probably couldn't say a number. I think, I mean, my, no, my, my inbox is com- gets completely smashed. I mean, I, I think I, we're really trying to focus time and be kind of laser focused on, on the, the actual solutions out there. And I think one of the issues, I think just going back to what Nikash has said, it's, I think sometimes you get kind of prop tech solutions where you, where you before even you get them in, you, you kind of, even the information you've they've sent to you is, it's a kind of a solution, but you're not sure what problem it's solving. And I think that's really the key. So I, I think for these kind of prop tech firms, I think the, the, the kind of the advice I would really give is, you know, before going, I think a lot of them are, you know, they want to get a kind of a return on investment, but I think the real focus should be to, is to be rather than going out and casting a wide net to really go and try and find say one, business partner. So I think what Nikaz was saying in terms of speaking to someone who actually has real estate knowledge, you know, uh, and maybe going back to one of my other points in terms of, I think there's other firms uh, as other, sorry, industries that have really taken that leap in terms of digital. So maybe some of the prop tech firms are, are kind of coming from other industries, but yeah. to actually find that business partner who has from real estate who can actually work with you uh, and work in a partnership to actually help you develop your product and actually only go to the market when your product has been road tested. Because one of the questions I always ask, you know, when I get a prop tech firm in, one of the questions always is, okay, fine. You know, who, who are you working with? You know, who have you spoken to? Is there someone that 
uh, your, is helping you develop your product. And if it's just no, 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 and it's kind of just vaporware that I'm hearing, you know, I, I haven't really got time at the moment to, to, to help someone develop a tool if, if it's not really something that's going to help me. If, if, it's, if I'm meeting someone, they say, oh, you know, I've spoken to PGIM. They're helping me develop the product. I'm like, okay, that sounds interesting. Maybe, mm. you know, I, I don't need to hold your hand. And, and we've actually done that. So, I mean, we did not to kind of drop name. I mean, this is a name out there in the market, you know, Voyanta. You know, we yeah. worked with Voyanta, you know, when they were actually a prop tech firm before they were bought by Autos. And, and what that really helped us to do, as well as bringing benefits from the Voyanta side, it actually helped us tailor that product to meet our requirements. And that's the real benefit I think that prop tech firms can do is if they find the right business partner, it's a very, it's a kind of a symbiotic relationship that both parties can really get benefits out of it. And I think maybe sometimes the prop tech firms are, are not thinking that way. Yeah. Nikash, have you got anything else to, you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I think a yeah, question on number of pitches. I mean, I would say, I mean, yeah, at least two, two a week I get. I mean, and sometimes, you know, I mean, and that's not even my main job. My main job, is, I mean, is to create <laughs> innovation within the company, digital transformation. I mean, uh, and various projects across across Europe and the APAC region. And that's like maybe oh, I think ten percent of my job, like looking at innovative solutions and stuff like that. So I mean, two two a week, and uh, I think I'm kind of trying to spread across uh, a number of weeks. It just I think yeah, what I struggle with number one is actually I think one said. What is, the what is the problem that you're trying to solve? I think I, I struggle with that all the time. I say, okay, this is my solution, but what is the problem here? You know, what you're trying to solve? So my advice to the, I think, PropTech is, and a lot of companies that come and pitch to the RimTech, and I give them a very certain kind of uh, uh, strategy and how they, can, how they come and pitch, pitch the product. I would say, number one, always, always focus on the problem uh, and also your research into the problem and what is the market market kind of situation when it comes to yeah, yeah. for example if it's a deal management solution so what is happening there so what are what are the issues with the how many deals how many deals are going through and what is the issue when it comes to uh, signing of a deal so where we can add value and maybe right at the end maybe another five or five ten minutes then share then show your product and say okay this is the solution we have I mean because you only have like thirty minutes to pitch to the Reem Tech Group, or yeah. I only will get I mean, 30 minutes with the, with the pop tech. So you need to really focus on problem rather than the solution, because I think once you understand the problem, the solution will become uh, easier to, I think, obviously digest from our perspective. Uh, and we yeah. don't think what you're trying to solve from us. So out of various pitches, or I'm sure you guys have been piloting and some prop techs as well. Imran, have you, have you seen any success stories of products in the market, which whether you stood a trial you know, personally, your business, whether it's say a, I don't know, a different sort of software, a property management system. Yeah. What's your, yeah. Any sort of success uh, stories in the market? I, I think the biggest one to, uh, do you want me to give names? Um, yeah, go for it. Or talk generally. Yeah, I mean, the bit, I think the biggest success for us, and I, I mentioned it before, was kind of Boyanta, which maybe now doesn't seem like a prop tech solution, but kind of was at the time. I think uh, there's other firms that I think are very interesting. I think definitely Coyote is definitely one of them yeah. that I think has, has, has a lot of legs. I think those are 
probably the ones that stand, but there's a whole host really. And I think in terms of, I think for me, if you talk about property management, I think there's, I think the incumbents are, are very strong. So I haven't really seen anything in the kind of the property management side that kind of has made me kind of stand up because I think that that area is so specialized that is really challenging. But I, I think one of the areas that I, I would actually love to see uh, kind of solutions is is around the, um, I think there's two, I think one is actually on the kind of the real estate specific workflow tool. So I think yeah. Coyote is, is one, but I think there's a lot of opportunities in, in that area. And I think another one is actually a portfolio management tool, which I think as us as a business is crying out and I actually haven't seen you know, tools out there that fully meet our requirements that aren't kind of just super complex. There's a lot, there are some tools out there, but it's, yeah. As as a business, and I'm sure Nakash is the same. You know, there's a lot of Excel in our industry, but I think as as organisations, we really want to move away from Excel for for obviously the the obvious reasons. And I think the solutions out there at the moment are they're they're, they're better than Excel, but also in some ways worse. So I think that's a real area, and I haven't really seen that opportunity yet. But I think that is an opportunity in the industry. Yeah, well, it's sort of, fingers crossed, it's sort of yet to come. Um, Cash, what about you? Any sort of um, success stories or products which you've been sort of really impressed by? So, yeah, I'll mention a few names. I think, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do uh, say any names, but I'll, I'll mention it. And, uh, I mean, I think, as Imran said, I think when it comes to, I look at, uh, you know, different buckets within the investment management, so looking at asset management bucket, I think, of course, I think I think we also are a, a uh, big client of Vanta, and I've been working with Imran and other Dream Tech groups to really give a feedback to uh, Vanta group, and they have taken that feedback. I, mean, I would say, I mean, they come to whenever we call them as a group, and they they really show showcase their roadmap. And we have actually, you know, in the meeting, we have also changed their roadmap when if we need it. So I think Vanta definitely is definitely for us a success story. But they, I mean, they are of course. I think when it comes to team management, as uh, as Imran mentioned, Adikoate has done quite a lot of work. I think they have a good product. They're also building their managed service side, but I believe I mean, the management is quite quite good and stable. I don't see any anyone competing there. That I mean, Argus Argus Altos are also building their kind of Argus Acquire product there, and then there's of course Deal Path that's coming out of US perspective. Yeah. Uh, for example, on the on the I mean, apart from Wanta, I would say of course I think mentioned Coate. Then you have Asati. I think I like the product out of Nordic, and then. Yeah. The a real paid product, Pam. I think on the document management and AI, I think so. I, I think a lot of things are happening there, and I think we had Leverton, but now we have from like Ivana coming up. I think they've done. I, I like the product. I think it's quite good. They bring AI, data extraction, a document, and workflow together in one product. Something that uh, I think will be very, very good and interesting for the market. And then of course we have the Arcade Drive and other products. And also, I think the data collection and data validation tool. I mean, I really like what Proda Proda are doing. I think yeah. they have a really good product. I think really bringing the AI to life. I would say we we hear this word quite a lot, but I don't see a lot of product that are actually using the AI technology. So I think they bring the AI to industry, especially when it comes to data. And as as I mentioned earlier, I think data is a big problem, and in the industry. So if if they are able to deliver on their promises and their product, then I think that will be great. And we also have, a, I think, Realex data out of Germany. They do exactly, I mean, pretty similar to Proda. But that's what, I mean, that's where we see. I think on the, as I mentioned, on the portfolio side, I mean, of course, I mean, Argus is the main player. And then you have, you have the, the MRI product and also 
uh, and a plan. But I think I recently saw Dashflow is out, out of Australia. They, yeah. I mean, it's not really a portfolio suit, but it's like they do a quick appraisals and yeah, deal, deal a cash flow projection and stuff. So I think that will be interesting to see how that, and we still yeah. very early stage. Yeah, I think if, and if I missed anyone, please, I apologize for that. But I think, I think these are some of the things, I think some of the products I think are doing good. And uh, I, I look forward to their, their journeys, I think. They yeah. Can, I guess how they sort of change, but it's like you both sort of listed uh, prop techs from this, I guess, across the world. And that's the sort of beauty of it. It's amazing to see, you know, what US players are going to come over here, but vice is sort of burst and, you know, everyone's sort of taking their sort of risks. And yeah, well, we'll see sort of who sort of comes out top and it's going to, I mean, it's not going to sum it's not going to sort of change in the next sort of year or two. So it'll be interesting. I think, yeah, the VTS, I think they've done yeah. quite a remarkable job. I mean, uh, how can I not mention them? I think they've done quite <laughs> on the least right. I think on the least leasing perspective, uh, definitely. I think, yeah, they are going places and they definitely want to watch for us. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, what, what about, um, sorry, carry on. The companies who are able to, I think, be more flexible with their roadmaps and then, you know, listen to the client feedback and also, the com- companies that are actually open to open to partnering with, with other companies. Yeah. I think as as Imran alluded, a lot of incumbents they are quite closed shops. They don't want to interact with other smaller prop techs or other solutions. They want to build the solution themselves. I think I think the way we can actually grow the this prop tech industry is actually being able to collaborate more. And I think mm. more collaboration happens. I think better for a client us because we do, we actually have one solution. I mean, we have actually multiple solutions in one product. Uh, rather than have multiple product and multiple solutions. So I think whoever actually is able to do that is going to be the winner, I think, after this. Yeah, I think, yeah, one thing which after sort of interviewing various people, everyone says collaboration is key from yeah. all sorts of angles, whether it's sort of, sort of startups to associations, just the sharing of sort of information, the sharing of sort of data, which seems to be what everyone's sort of talking, at, talking about at the moment. Is there anything that you two would, Nakashi, Aaron, you guys would like to sort of add for the end of the propcast? Yeah, I mean, I think as a, I think we're at a very interesting time in an industry, and I think that's why you know Nakash and I, you know, probably a year or so, we you know, we 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 thought about this whole kind of room tech and bringing it together, but I think it's 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 just snowballing, and I mean, we're we're at a you know, crazy time in the world. But I think as we kind of come out of that, the, the momentum will build again. And I think there's a lot, there's a lot of opportunities in our industry. I mean, we're seeing it at LaSalle where we're, we're trying to bring in actually people actually out of, out of real estate to bring their expertise in to help drive us as a, as a mm. business forward. And I think from the, from the prop tech world, I think that's, that's, I, I'm seeing that, but I think that's only going to happen more. And I think there's there's a huge opportunity, but I think just making sure that the the solution meets you know what we need as an industry, I think that's going to be the key. But the opportunities are right, and and it, you know the, there are real gaps in the market that there's still people can come in and, and really make a difference. Yeah, completely agree. Nikash, um, anything else you'd like to sort of add? Yeah, I, I would say, I think Amon just mentioned, I would say there's still a lot of gaps, uh, especially when it comes to an asset management and asset management, I think, say, vertical. There are a lot of gaps we see in the market and still, I think, I don't see a lot of solutions coming in that space or there's not a lot of competition there. So I think, yeah, there's, 
definitely speak to you know real estate professionals speak to mm. speak to us we speak to Intact, and uh, we can give you the ideas where i think i think that we think that the industry is lacking and definitely will add great value to uh, the whole industry yeah well, awesome. Well, Nakash and Emran, thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast. It's been fantastic learning, I guess, about Greentech, how it's developed in the years to so your sort of members, your sort of learnings and taking from it and how you're sort of sharing information. So hopefully all our, I guess, this property technology industry, we can sort of all move forward together. I'm sure various startups will appreciate the do's and don'ts on prop tech pitching and Obviously, the key learning to this, the importance of data, sharing of information, and what products are really sort of needed in the market. And I guess the importance of flexibility and roadmaps and collaboration. And before, let's just do one last question to wrap up this, this interview. Another sort of silly question for the listeners. Um, Nikash, you can kickstart it. You are allowed two dinner party guests to the ultimate dinner party you're hosting. Actually, you guys, you're hosting a dinner party together. So you're both allowed together for dinner party guests. Nikash, who are your two people you'd invite? And Imran, who are the two people you would invite? Nikash, you can kickstart your kick, kickstart it. Well, that's a difficult one. I'll definitely invite Imran to it. That's <laughs> 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 uh, definitely a difficult one. I think I have a lot of people not happy with me if I mention a couple of names. But I think, yeah, I, I would say my... My, 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 my boss, I think I mean, she's, she's very supportive of me and I think what we do, definitely. And uh, yeah, my mentor. So I would definitely invite a uh, couple of those guys in. Yeah. Nakash is, is going for the career progression approach. I'm I know, I was more... just thinking, Nakash yeah, yeah. is looking at his end of year progress. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, just, I'm just going for, if I had the opportunity for anyone, I think the career is one thing, but you know, you can pick anyone. I'd go, one would be uh, Imran Khan, who I, I was named after him by my dad. So he was, he was always been my dad's idol from a cricketing perspective and he's the, he's the, the Prime Minister of Pakistan. So I, I would invite him as one. And second one, I would say I'm kind of struggling with the second one. I'd maybe still carry on from a, crick, uh, from a sorry, sporting theme and say Jurgen yeah. Klopp because I'm a, a massive football fan and you know we've had an awesome season and I support Liverpool so I would say those two um, we wouldn't my wife would be very happy and <laughs> <laughs> um, other than inviting your boss and mentor you, you have one one invite left who's it going to be is it going to be a sport professional is it going to be a musician is it going to be a famous chef is it going to be a family member I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, so one of the biggest the motivation in my life has been Aww. my dad. I, th- I think, I think I've seen him, you know, struggle and I mean, go up to a level he, he's now at. I would definitely, I think I would say I have my dad there. Aww. I think he has been my inspiration. Everything, I, whenever I got stuck, I asked him for advice. So yeah, definitely have him, have him there. I mean, and, and I think, yeah, I've, I, mean, I mean, also I think Imran Khan, as Imran mentioned, I think he's also... And I, I, anyone who's as a group as a cricketing fan or cricketing, would <laughs> have him. He's he's kind of ideal because I think his uh, determination and where he led to. I mean, really a very mediocre team actually. Uh, <laughs> and they went on to win the World Cup. So I think yeah, it was uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I sort of. I sort of feel like when some startups start pitching to you guys, they're going to start <laughs> mentioning various like 
I don't know what cricketers they know or sort of sport teams they sort of um, they like to sort of sort of get some brownie points of you. But I think I've given away. I think I've given away the, the keys to my heart, really. Yeah, so, literally. Uh... <laughs> But on to Nikash and Emran, it's been an absolute pleasure having you both on the PropCast. And yeah, no, looking forward to sharing this with all the listeners out there. But yeah, thank you. And we will share links to how you can learn more about, I guess, Freemtech, Nikash and Imran at the end of this podcast. But thank you guys both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Lou. And thanks to all the listeners. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on the PropCast. And a big thanks to our special guests. Make sure you visit our website, www.nmre.co.uk, where you can subscribe to our show or you'll find us on iTunes and Spotify, where all good content is found. Whilst you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate if you could rate and review us on iTunes or if you simply just spread the word. Be sure to tune in next Tuesday and I'll catch you later. You're listening to a podcast company podcast. This was made by Podcast Syndicator, where we help you go from start to grow to making money with your podcast. Let us help you share your message and your voice with the world. Reach out now, Jason at podcastsyndicator.com or Brett at podcastsyndicator.com to find out more. Thank you for listening and do come back to hear nothing but the best podcasts.